way and the way that you've called each and every one of us to do in our own way for you. We just ask that you be patient with us and in fact, unstiffen our necks so that we might yield ourselves to your, your call, Heavenly Father. And to you be all the praise, the glory, and the honor in that as we seek to follow in your son's footsteps we sent onto this earth to show us that way that it can be done. So thank you, Yeshua, for your great sacrifice. You're coming down to show us the way that we can do it and for leading us onto our Father whom we seek to be reconciled with. And to you, Yeshua, to you, Heavenly Father, Yahuwah Elohim, be all the praise, the glory in that. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. That's your personal prayer as well before getting started. Heavenly Abba, Yahweh Elohim, just need honor, glory, and the praise. Father, I just pray that this day you see me walk out of dash my way. Even at this very moment, send them within me to abide as I strive to lead and guide your flock into the green pastures of your word. Causing to bring to memory all the things I've heard during my study time with you and filter my lips that nothing escapes from except that which is good and true. Therefore, from the lesson this day, Father, I do pray that you allow your flock to feed freely. Not that they might be impressed with me, but that they may be blessed by God. Only pray that you utilize me to illuminate the, the darkness with your words like that it displaces any frightened and it strengthens their hands that they might fight to enter into thine kingdom. Therefore, from me this day, Father, I do pray that you allow your light to shine next to bright again. Not that they might see me, but that they may find you, the one in whom all glory and honor is due. Yahuwah, my Ellen King, I pray that you accept from me this day my offering. In Yahushua's name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so we're continuing on with our discipleship training. Hallelujah. And so... We're going to now take time out enter into the world of Scripture. Hallelujah. I have a poem I've written about it. I wrote about it, brother. Uh, it says, welcome to my world. A place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning. When it appears that no one is losing, they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices and the persecuted righteous don't complain, but actually rejoice. Here, swords are likened to the word, or demons of bird, the dead are yet alive, the living are actually dead, blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place where in the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer one becomes, they later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place but the Yasin world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen. But Rakaka is about to begin teaching. Hallelujah. All right. Yes. Yes, we have. Rubber boots out. <laughs> yeah. Now the rubber boots out once again. So we may be getting into some deep water here. So I just want you to be prepared. You know, as we've been going through this discipleship course and uh, you know, you've been receiving these lessons, I pray that it's helping you to understand scripture better. You know, I pray that uh, when you're reading your word, that you're understanding it a bit better than, you know, before um, we embark upon this journey. You know, um, I've been trying to put a special emphasis on the way of Yahoo. Mm -hmm. You know, because 
it doesn't matter what you understand. If you don't understand the way of Yahuwah, then you're not going to understand how to get before him. You know, and it'll all be for naught. You know, so we definitely want to um, understand the way of Yahuwah and it's and in understanding the way of Yahuwah, we also get to understand Yahuwah. You know, because we truly understand, begin to understand his ways. You know, um, as well as the path that we're to travel, but also his ways and how he act and interact with us. You know, we begin to see that as well. And by the way, Shabbat Shalom. You know, you know so, you know, I'm praying that, you know, We're hitting the mark, so to speak, you know, and that, you know, folks are getting getting something out of this. And um, so we've been dealing with Yaakov becoming Israel. And so today we're going to continue on in that, band. We're going to talk about Yaakov versus Israel. Mm. You know, the, the difference betwixt the two. You know, um, but before... Before we talk about Yaakov versus Israel, let's consider Yaakov and Israel versus Abram and Abraham. Can you see any differences betwixt Yaakov and Israel and Abram and Abraham? <coughs> It should be a few things that just kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Covenant. 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 Uh, okay. Physical, spiritual. Well, that's 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 what both of them. Covenant is actually what both of them, because you know. Um, the name change. Well, they both had name changes. You know, um, one did have to physically wrestle. You know, um, that that is that is true. You know, uh, even though um, you know, um, Abram, you know, well, we, we can't we don't see any any wrestling with him um, even even on the spiritual level. Uh, may have been a little bit, but um, but. No, we'll definitely take that one. Um, what was that? Conversion. Conversion. <coughs> that what you said? Uh, uh, but they both went through a type of conversion because they both became, you know, um, someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that speaks to a type of conversion. But anything else? Abram just got his name extended, you know. Jacob got a whole new name, you know, a whole different name. Well, yeah, that's a nuance, um, but essentially we had two different names, you know, but I see your point. You know, only had one child before, when Abram was with Hagar, he only had one child in the midst of before Abram had a, or Abram had a child with Sarah. Yaakov had many children before he had a 
That is so. That's that's um that's pretty significant. You know, uh anything else? Yeah, that is true, but that's not along the lines of what I'm looking for. So, so Jacob had to leave the land yep. and come back to get his name, where Abram stayed in the land, right? Well, no, not really, because <laughs> Abram actually came from another land, too. Yeah. Okay. It's not from darkness to light? <coughs> no, it's not from darkness to light. They both came out of darkness and came into light. One came from the kingdom of Elohim, the other did not. The other came from a This is true. You know, but even though he did return to you know, to the kingdom, you know, and actually mimic the journey the very steps that Abraham made. You know. Yeah, Yaakov um, in Avram, it was very, very similar in this, in this respect. You know, as far as, as far as, uh, you know, scripture goes. You know, they, they, uh, they parallel one another pretty good. Um, there is some distinct differences, though. Um, a few of them that that really stand out. Uh, with Yaakov, um, let me see. Two concubines. Well, yeah. Uh, Plus two wives. Abraham only had two wives. Say again. Abraham only had two wives. Well, he had three total. Yeah. <laughs> he had three wives total. <laughs> but in the story between the name change, there were only two wives involved. Where Yaakov Israel, there were four women involved. Well, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, the women wasn't wasn't really really the uh, the distinction I was looking for. I'm actually trying to remember the distinction I was looking for. Cause, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and going through all this, I don't forgot myself, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There, there's a couple, of, a couple of things that I, I wanted to actually point out. Uh, you know, with um, Yaakov and Israel versus versus Abram and Abraham. And uh, let me see, what was it? Y'all gonna have to bring it back to him. Let's dive in. It was actually a few things too, and I, I can't think of one of them now. But uh, but yeah, um, they'll they'll come back up, you know. Yeah, so that's crazy. It's just, been, just been erased, you know. You know? Yeah, that's weird. Dot com. All right. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm. Well, 
we'll get into the story. Maybe it'll pop back up. All right, let me have my first reader read Genesis 32, 24 through 32. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with Elohim, and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen Elohim face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. Hallelujah. All right, so this is pretty much going to be our text for today. So we're going we're gonna to seek to break this down a bit and see what we can learn from it. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, so we're going to start with verse 24. It says, And Yaakov was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. All right, so let's start off with what we know. You know, um, okay, so what do what does this passage tell us? What do we already know about Yaakov? Let's start there. He's the supplanter. He's the supplanter. Exactly. You know, um, first off, we start with what does Yaakov's name tell us about him? And, of course, you know, his name means to supplant. That is, one who supersedes another by force or treachery. You know, now... I want you to keep in mind, you know, what his name means because the name speaks to the what? Character, authority, and reputation, you know, um, i.e., it speaks to the nature of someone. You know, so the name speaks to the nature of, of one. It speaks to their character, authority, and reputation, you know. And so, Yaakov, you know, was a supplanter from the time that he came out the womb. That is why he was called Yaakov to begin with, because he came out with his hand on his brother's heel. You know, he was he was wrestling with him in the womb, right? You know, that's why uh, his mother Rebecca thought something was wrong, and so she, you know, uh, petitioned Yah, like, well, if this is of you, then what's happening here? You know, and so. The nature of Yaakov is to supplant. He is one who supersedes another, you know, and with all the interactions that we see him, that we see him doing in scripture, he's actually supplanting. He's living up to his name, did he not? He definitely lived up to his name. So what else does this first sentence tell us about Yaakov?
Well, yes, it does tell us he's alone. Yeah, he was wrestling. Yes, he was wrestling, so that makes him what? A wrestler. People who wrestler, wrestle call, call wrestlers, right? You know, that makes him a wrestler. So, it does teach us um, that Yaakov is a wrestler, does it not? You know, and he must have been pretty good because he wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. We don't know how long that was, but it was long enough. What does Yaakov wrestle to do? What is his objective? What is the objective of his wrestling? To supersede. To supersede, absolutely. That is his objective. The objective of his wrestling is to supplant, to supersede. You know, and so this is what we see being done. You know, and this is what he's done all his life. Mm -hmm. Consider Genesis 27, 36. Esau speaking, it says, and he said, is it not, is not he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, has thou not reserved a blessing for me? You know, so here it is, this is Esau speaking to his father, you know, after Jacob has supplanted his blessing. Amen? You know, then, then let us consider Genesis 31 1. It says, And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Yaakov have taken away all that our father all that was our fathers, and of that which was our fathers have he gotten all this glory. <laughs> so we see that the glory that Laban had, Yaakov actually supplanted him. You know, Laban was rich with cattle and everything because of Yaakov's labor. But Yah supplanted Laban's glory and put it on Yah. You know, so again, you know, Yaakov is doing what Yaakov does. He supplant, he supersedes, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Genesis 32, 25, the next verse says, And when he saw that he prevailed not, Against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Yaakov's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Now, what does this passage tell us concerning Yaakov's wrestling match with the angel? Well, he was whooping his head. Absolutely, he was whooping him. That that the angel prevailed not. So, in other words, the angel lost. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. If Yaakov won the wrestling match, what did he succeed in doing? Yeah, he did both of those, but that's not what I'm looking for. What was his objective? To supplant, to supersede. Absolutely. So if Yaka won the wrestling match, he also supplanted. He superseded. So who did who did he supplant? Who did he supersede? The angel of Yah. Right? All right. Now, well, we already answered that, right? Uh, verse 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Mm -hmm. Now, can you see that after Yaakov has won the wrestling match, he now demands compensation in the form of a blessing. Can you see that? Yeah. 
And rightfully so. You got me up here, you know, you come up here and start wrestling with me and got me wrestling and and I get the best of you. I think you ought to you know you ought to um, be into me for something. So Yaku says he wants a blessing. And so we go on to verse 27. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Yaku. So what we learned thus far concerning Yaakov is that he's first and foremost, that first and foremost, he is one who supplant others. We also learned that he's a wrestler. Lastly, we know him to be also be a husband and a father. And so here it is. We see that he wrestled this angel of Elohim and won. You know, so he actually supplanted this angel of Elohim. You know, and so this is Yaakov. Now we're going to talk a bit about Israel. So we continue on in verse 28. It says, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Yaakov. Your supplanting days over, buddy. But Israel, for as a prince, thou hast thou power. For as a prince hast thou power with Elohim and with men and has prevailed. Now, these six words, as a prince thou hast, uh, hast thou power, is actually translated from the word Sarah, number 8280, meaning to contend, i.e. to strive in opposition or against difficulties. It's also translated as have power, which is the ability or capacity to act or do something effectively. And so what the angel is saying, you know, that you should be called Israel because you're able to, to um, strive in opposition or you're able to strive against difficulties. You know, can you strive in opposition? Can you strive against difficulties? He was able to do so and hold on. Can you hold on? He was able to have power. That is, he was able to have the ability or capacity to act or do something effectively. Can you effectively hold on until you receive your blessing? If you can, you may be Israel too. Genesis 32, 29 says, And Yaakov asked and said, tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name? And he blessed him there. All right, he blessed him. What was the blessing Yaakov received? His name changed. His name changed. Absolutely. All right, give me some details. What was the blessing that he received? Against the difficulties? Well, he already had that. That's that's how he got the name change. But what does the name change tell us that he oh, that his he character, uh, his character, his authority, his reputation? Yes, his nature. He got a new character. He got a new authority, and he's about to get a new reputation. Can you see that? 
You know, this is what he gave him along with that name. He gave him a new character, a new authority, and a new reputation. You know, and this character, authority, and reputation is that of what? Or whom? Yah, Elohim. Absolutely. Can you see that? Can you see that this is this is this was his blessing? A character, authority, and reputation of Elohim. That is what he bestowed upon him as a blessing. Now, verse 30 goes on to say, And Yaakov called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen Elohim face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, that's the exact same word. I don't know why they, they, they spelled it different and pronounced it different. But uh, it says, The sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Yaakov's thigh in the sinew that shrank. Okay, now, you know, we're talking about Israel from this point. You know, now, what does verse 31 teach us about Israel? Yeah, his light shining. Yes, his light shining on him, which means what? His knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Yes, his wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. He has the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of the light. And we know Yahuwah is the light, and in him is no darkness, right? You know, and so, now, what else does it tell us? What else does it teach us? He walks different. Absolutely. It says he halted upon his thigh. So Israel don't walk the same that Jacob did. Can you see that? He has a new walk. You know, which speaks to a new character. Right? You know, so. What does verse 32 tell us? Of the Say again. They didn't eat that which was old. That was which was old. Yeah, by the way he used to walk, the things they used to know. Yeah, but but. Nah, not quite what I'm looking for. Children want to imitate. Say again. Nah, not what I'm looking for. It's very similar to verse 31. Their walk. So the children of Israel don't follow him. They do different things than what they used to. Absolutely. What do they do different? They don't eat. Uh, they don't eat they don't the same. Eat Israel don't walk the same as Yaakov. They have different walks and they don't eat the same. There's a difference in their walking and there's a difference in their eating. Now, I want you to think about yourself before you came to the knowledge of Yah. Before his wisdom 
understanding and knowledge was bestowed upon you. Did you walk the same? Did you eat the same? Now you can see it, right? You know? So, now Israel, he's different than Yahweh. And that's what, that's what you have to see because the sun arose upon him. You know, Yah's wisdom, understanding, and, and knowledge rose upon him. And it caused his character to change. So his, his walk or character changed and it caused him to eat differently. You know, so he walked differently, he eat differently, he thinks differently. Can you see that? You know, so when you come into this thing and you think you're father from above, if you don't think differently, which is the first thing Yahshua tells us to do when, uh, when he came, he said, repent for the kingdom of Elohim is at hand. The word repent, metanaio in the Greek, means to think differently. That's the literal definition of it. It means to think differently. You know, so I want you to see, like, this is, it's because it's, it's the same. It's, it's, it's the same thing. You know, I want you to see, like, the sun rose upon him, that, that wisdom understanding and knowledge rose upon him and he he no longer thought the same he no longer walked the same he ate differently and this is how the transformation for us is supposed to be when we hold on to Yah long enough for the sun to rise upon us then we too will think differently. We too will walk differently. We too will eat differently. I pray y'all can follow along with that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful picture, you know, and it's a very, very big part of the way of Elohim. So understand that Yaakov, that is the supplanter, wrestled with and supplanted the angel of Elohim at Penuel. Thereby Yaakov received a new name. That is a new nature that was Israel. This new nature is that nature of an angel, i.e. the servant of Elohim sent forth to serve Yah by doing his bidding. This is why we see in Yeshayahu 49.3 says, said, Unto me, thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. So here it is. Israel is called Yah's servant. Even as an angel is Yah's servant. Amen? You know, also, second witness, yes, Yahoo 41, 8. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Yaakov, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Even as angels are also sons of Elohim, so is Israel. Because he supplanted the angel of Elohim. Mm -hmm. Exodus 4, and 23. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith Yahuwah, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Yeah. 
And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. See, his son is, his, is still a servant. You know, because Apostle Paul teaches us that a, a servant, a son, and when he's young, is no different than a servant. Amen? And it goes on to say, and if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. And so here it is, we see Israel, you know, the one who um, supplanted the angel of Elohim is now even presented as a son of Elohim. Only angels are presented as sons of Elohim. Only spiritual beings are presented as sons of Elohim. Everywhere in scripture you see the term son of Elohim, it is speaking to a spiritual being. You know, so here it is, Israel has joined the club, right? Understand that whereas Yaakov is a wrestler, Israel is an overcomer. You know, Yaakov wrestled, Israel overcame. You know, sometimes, you know, you got, you got, you're wrestling just to get your skills up. You know, you're wrestling, you know, to become stronger in your wrestling game. To, so that you can gain the strength to be able to hold on until the break of day. You know, so this is why when you walk the way of Elohim, you're going to run into some difficulties that you're going to have to wrestle with. Because Yah is trying to build your strength up. So that you can become an effective wrestler. So that you, like unto Yaakov, will be able to hold on until the day breaks. So that you too can receive your blessing. Amen? You know, so understand whereas Yaakov is a wrestler, Israel is an overcomer. Whereas Yaakov speaks to the outer or physical man, Israel speaks to the inner or spiritual man. His Israel... As the angels are eternal because they're spiritual. Hence, we read in 2 Samuel 7, 23 and 24, it says, And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even Israel, whom Elohim went to redeem for a people to himself, to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before thy people, which thou redeemest to thee from Mitzrayim. From the nations and their gods. For thou hast confirmed to thyself. Thy people Israel. To be a people unto thee forever. Mm -hmm. And thou Yahuwah art become their Elohim. Mm -hmm. So we see that Israel. You know. In that Yaakov supplanted the angel of Elohim. And became Israel. He took the angel's position. As the son of Elohim. He took the angel's position. As the servant of Elohim. He took the angel's position, you know, in being eternal. Also consider Yeshayahu 45, 17, and 18. But Israel shall be saved in Yahuwah with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. For thus saith Yahuwah that created the heavens, Elohim himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am Yahuwah, and there is none else. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. 
Hallelujah. So I pray that you can see that Israel is also eternal because he supplanted the angel of Elohim. He became the Penuel. He became the face of Elohim upon the earth. When people want to know about Yahuwah Elohim, they have to go through Israel to learn. Because he is the face of Elohim upon the earth. If you want to know the likeness of, of Yahuwah Elohim, you want to know the likeness of Yahushua, you have to go through Israel. Lastly, understand that Yaakov, the physical man, chosen of Elohim together with Israel, the spiritual man, the servant and son of Elohim, represents as Adam did, who was likewise both a physical and spiritual man of Elohim, a new ecclesia or church within this embryo stage. Mm -hmm. What we've seen here is the conception of a new ecclesia upon the earth. Now I want you to remember back in the, in, in the early part of the discipleship course where we learned about what a man was. Remember the man? The man? Mm -hmm. That was put in the garden? Remember his attributes? Because Israel has the very same attributes. And Yahshua, when Yahshua come, who was later to come, he too has the very same attributes. You know, and even as they too are churches, they're ecclesias of Elohim. They are sons of Elohim. I pray that you can see this. You should be able to see it at this point. You know, that's all I have for you today. I pray it was a blessing. All right, we'll take any questions. Questions? See if we got any questions online. Questions in the room? Hallelujah. Not online yet. Hallelujah. Next says very good. Hallelujah. Let's do some announcements while we wait and see if uh, we give people a little time to type if they got something. People in the room to think. Hallelujah. So we got a few things on the table back here. First, we're going to look at our calendar. And we are almost at the end of month three. Hallelujah. And in fact, uh, Sunday, this coming Sunday, which would be uh, month three, day 31, is Yom Ping Wim. It's that notch day. It's changing of the seasons. We will be here at one o'clock. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a non-work day. It's a day we're just going to come in here and, and praise Yah, but we will be here at 1 o'clock. Uh, no, I'm sorry. On Sunday, we will be here at 3 o'clock. Sunday, we will be here at 3 o'clock. Let me say that one more time. On Sunday, we will be here at 3. And then we're going to flip the page, and the next day on Monday is the first day of month 4. And that day, we will be here observing 
uh, that new month, praise and worship, yeah, we will be here at 1 o'clock. So Monday we're going to be here at 1 o'clock, and Sunday we're going to be here at 3 o'clock. And we've got some new handouts on the uh, on the table here. They're blue, and it just uh, updates the dates for the first fruits. You know, we've learned about Shavuot, um, and we've corrected the date, and that impacts the first fruit of, of uh, oil and the first fruit of wine. And we also learned that the new month is uh, a day of no buying and selling, but work is permitted. So when we celebrate the new month on Monday, work is permitted, but we shouldn't buy or sell. So just to make sure I got that right, Sunday we're going to be here at uh, 4 o'clock for Young Pegawim. It's not a non-work day. You can buy or sell on that day if you choose. But Monday is the first day of the new month. We'll be here at 1 o'clock. You can work, but not by yourself. Hallelujah. Move it on. We'll have the envelope out just for a couple of uh, more weeks. If anybody got any uh, late uh, folks that want to get their money in for the move it on, we appreciate it. We'll close that up. And we still have some uh, copies of the latest uh, shofar that's uh, been up here. So with that, any questions? Hallelujah. Yeah, all right. We'll pronounce y'all's blessing on these beautiful people. Yeah, Barack. Oh, do you have a question? No? Okay. Yeah, Barack. Yahoo, Panai, Veleka, Behi, Kaneka, Yisa, Yahoo, Panai, Veleka, Lasayim, Lakashalom. May Yahoo bless thee and keep thee. May Yahoo lift up his face upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May Yahoo lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And ye shall put my name. Upon the children of Israel, and ye shall be blessed. Amen. I mean, I, we also pray your blessings upon any food that's left. Just pray it be nourishment to our bodies, even as your words nourishment to our souls. Also pray a blessing upon the hands that prepared it, as well as the feet that brought it in. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't lie, family. We're going to take a break. Come back at the sound of the show fire. We get our praises. Amen. <laughs>